want to pray with you. And I want to believe God with you, that God will bless you and meet every need in your life. Thank you for joining me today. This is going to be a very important time, just the two of us. Because I want to share with, with you the word. Because I'm telling you, I, 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 I sense in my heart that God's going to use his word today to really lift your faith and bring you to a new place where God can begin to really prosper you, begin to bless you. Father, I thank you for what you're going to show us. I give you praise, dearest Jesus. Touch your people, Lord, today in a special way for your glory. Amen and amen. I've been hearing a lot lately about people wanting to make quick money. I'm hearing it more and more and more and more lately. And I just want to talk to you about what the Bible says about that and how to be blessed the biblical way. The biblical way, not the world's way. Some Christians today believe that if they do certain things, if they purchase certain things, they'll make quick money. Here's what God says about it. Proverbs 20, verse 21. Let's begin with that. And then I'm going to show you the right way. Now, this is the wrong way. I'm going to show you the wrong way. Because this is what I'm hearing about today. That's kind of troubling me. And I want to just be honest with you today and help you. And maybe you know someone who has been talking about that too. An inheritance may be gotten hastily at the beginning. But the end thereof shall not be blessed. I'm talking to someone who needs to hear this. Proverbs 20, verse 21. An, an inheritance may be gotten hastily. At the beginning, all looks wonderful, all looks great. But the end thereof will not be blessed. Why is that? Well, the Bible has a lot to say about things to do with finances and when people go about it wrong. For, for example, in, in Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 19, we also read this. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Can you imagine that greed takes away the life of people? So the Bible makes it very clear. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. I don't want to mention the things I'm hearing today, but there's a lot of things happening that are, you know, helping people make money, quick money, you know, other things have happened in the past, like that I, I remember people coming to uh, OCC when I was pastor in Orlando who wanted to sell something to someone, build some pyramid, whatever they were called. And I had to stop it publicly to say, you know what, you can't do that. There is the right way and the wrong way. Making quick money is the wrong way. But God shows us how to do it the right way. And I want God to bless you in these last days so you don't lose your money. You don't lose your blessings. So here we see, number one, it won't be blessed. 
Number two, it will take away the life of the owner. People lose everything. We've all seen this happen. And, you know, the Word of God also says something to us in Proverbs 23. Let's go together to Proverbs 23. There's so much in God's Word about this that I'd like you to see. Verse 4 and 5, it says, Labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. So people today are depending on themselves. They talk to friends. How can I invest here so I can make quick money? All that. Labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. Will you set your eyes on that which is not? For certainly, it says, riches certainly make themselves wings that fly away like the eagle towards heaven. How quickly people can lose it. So, trusting the Lord is the first step. If you want God to bless you, and today I'm going to pray with you that the Lord will bless you, of course. But step number one is we have to trust the Lord, not our own wisdom, not ourselves, because when we trust ourselves, trouble follows. So Proverbs 11.28 says something else. He that trusteth in his riches will fall, but the righteous who trusts the Lord will flourish as a branch. So when people trust in their wisdom, trusting in the way they can make money, it says he that trusteth in his riches will fall. People have lost their faith in God because of greed. The love of money is the root of all evil, you know. But the righteous will flourish like a branch. So it's all about trusting the Lord, depending on the Lord. Isn't that precious? So how does prosperity come? Well, it comes with diligence. The Bible has a lot to say about diligence, doing it the right way, doing it the Bible's way. In Proverbs 14, 11, it says, the house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright, upright, will be blessed. But it's all about diligence. It's all about diligence. Uh, let's look at Proverbs 10, verse 4. So God wants to bless the upright. God wants to bless the righteous. So Proverbs 10, verse 4 says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. But the hand of the diligent maketh rich. The hand of the diligent maketh rich. Or uh, Proverbs 21, verse 5 is another verse, another portion that I think is so wonderful that I pray will help some of you. And I just want to see you blessed in a good, right, proper, biblical way. It says the thoughts, that's Proverbs 21, verse 5, that the thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness or the plans of the one who is diligent. 
will lead you to plenty. But everyone who's hasty ends up in want, ends up in lack. So why does lack come? Well, lack comes because people are not ready to do it right. And what happens with people that are hasty in getting money, they're also wasteful because there's no value to what they've gotten. There's no value. Uh, in the same chapter, Proverbs 21, verse 20, it says, There is treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise. But the foolish, the foolish man spendeth, spendeth it up. He's wasteful. So the minute people want to make quick money, they're going to lose it because they're going to waste it because it has no value. They didn't work for it. They didn't do it right. I was talking to someone not long ago about buying these digital money now, you know, and how much money they've made and they were all excited about it. And I'm thinking, you know what? This is, this is not right for him to say that. That is the right way. And the right way is the Bible's way, with diligence, where God is our source, not some new thing that just come along becomes, becomes our source. We have to remember we are the people of the covenant. God promises us great prosperity beyond anything that the world can give us. And, and you all know Deuteronomy 8.18, remember the Lord your God. It is he that gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant. So it's really God's promise, isn't it? So we look to, to the Lord because he's the owner of all that wealth. In Haggai 2 verse 8, Wow, the Bible tells us something very beautiful and very, very powerful, that God Almighty is the owner. It says in the word, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. So when we look to ourselves, we look to man, we look to something new that's come along, it's not gonna work, only the Lord. So the Lord says, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, and in First Chronicles, beautiful, in First Chronicles, chapter twenty-nine, and I know you know that, but it's 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 good to be reminded that it all belongs to to God Almighty. So let's go right now to First Chronicles, chapter twenty-nine, and let's look together. Forgive me, I'm just having a little situation here with my iPad. Okay, chapter 29 and verse 11. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory, the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord. Thou art exalted as head above all, both riches and honor come of thee. 
That's it. And you reign over all. And in your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. The Lord. He is our source, not the world. Not some new things that just happened to come on the scene. So, let's go together to 2 Corinthians, a very familiar portion of Scripture, in chapter 9 and verse 6 and verse 7. Now this I say, he which soweth, now there's a big, big secret here. It's about sowing, not getting. It's about sowing, not rushing into some way to make quick money. He that soweth. Now, sowing means you have to wait. Sowing means you trust God. He which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart. So it's about faith. So let him give, not grudgingly, not of necessity or being forced into it. For God loves a cheerful giver. Isn't that awesome? And now as you sow in faith, and you let God do the rest, rather than trusting something that will go away soon after that. I have known people that have lost millions because of greed. I have known people who have gone bankrupt because of greed. I have known people who have lost everything because of greed. But I have never known anyone to lose anything who did it God's way. Because see, when you sow seed in the work of the kingdom, God gives you ideas on how to invest properly. And God will protect your investments because there is a foundation underneath you where you are a giver to the Lord's work and you see him as your source not yourself as your source, or not something as your source, or some new thing that comes along, people can make money as your source. A man one, one time approached me, and he was, uh, he was not a good man. He had gone to many preachers, convincing them that what he was doing was right, and he deceived a lot of people, good people too. And he approached me to invest money with him, showing me pictures of all the things he was doing that none of it was even real. And something happened in my heart. I thought, something doesn't add up. And I will never forget going talking to Oral Roberts about it. And dear Evelyn said, not one person will succeed that does that. And she said, Benny, be careful of quick money. I already felt it in my heart anyways, but it was so good to talk to Oral and, and Evelyn, who gave me that, that advice years ago. That man ended up in prison, who was going around selling a lie. 
a lot of preachers, a lot of good people lost a lot of money. And you have still people now doing it again, going out there and selling lies. Or people buying things quickly, to make money quickly without following God's plan and God's word. So God's word says, number one, I'm your source. The Lord says, I'm the owner of everything. Number two, you sow in my work. And dependent on what you sow, the harvest will come. But then it says, he that ministers seed to the sower will minister bread for your food and will multiply your seed so on and increase the fruits of your righteousness. So you begin to give for the gospel and faith is born. And when faith is born, the harvest will come and sometimes the harvest is ideas. Sometimes the harvest is where God will speak to you rather than someone else talking to you about investment. And God will show you wisely where to invest your money properly, slowly, where you'll be blessed and never lose anything. And God then will protect your investment because underneath you is that foundation that you're a giver to the kingdom of God. So he that ministers seed to the sower, God will give seed and money to those who are sowing in his kingdom already. Will both minister bread so you'll never, never lack for your food and he'll multiply the seed you sow, not the money you put into something that you want quick return. And he'll increase the fruits of your righteousness and that talks about a process because fruit comes slowly. So now when you sow that way, there is an expectation of faith. There's no faith involved when someone says, oh, I've been making a lot of money doing this, so you give money and I'll, I'll give you more or you can get more when you buy something, whatever it is that everybody's buying. So now God, because of faith, gives you expectation. You sow with expectation. And, and in fact, it's very godly to give with expectation because when, when a farmer sows seed, uh, you know, he, he doesn't just plant uh, one seed. He knows to plant a lot of seed because he wants the harvest to be large and that means expectation. He's sowing much because he knows much will come back. Now, when we sow seed like that, Conditions may change. Conditions may arise that don't look that positive. But because of faith, those conditions will not affect us. And conditions will always arise. Even when, 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 when someone buys something quickly to make money quickly, conditions will always change and they can lose everything. But when there is faith, when God is the source, when you give to his work and faith is born, then you lose nothing. Because suddenly faith protects you 
from the conditions that you know I'm not going to be shaken by the conditions. Like in, in Ecclesiastes 11, it talks about how the storms will come and how he who observes the storm will not sow or reap because it kills faith or it kills that man's expectation because God is not the source. But when God is the source, there's real faith in there. There's real expectation in there. It's unshakable faith, unshakable expectation that no matter what the conditions are, I'm not going to lose anything. I won't lose it. So a person of faith will sow in all circumstances. So recessions, inflations, economic hard times have always been with us. But the Bible tells us that in Genesis 26, that when problems financially came, everyone was going down to the world, going down to Egypt for help. But God spoke to Isaac and said, no, don't go to Egypt. Don't go the world's way. Do not follow the world's philosophy. There is the world's way and there is the word's way. If you go the world's way, you lose. If you go the word's way, you'll win. So, right now, you may be going through your worst famine. There is a way out of crisis, and it's not by rich getting rich quickly. It's by sowing seed faithfully into the Lord's work, and you will come out of crisis. He that goeth forth sowing precious seed Psalm 126, 5 and 6 says, will doubtless come again rejoicing, bringing his harvest with him. So it's not about luck. It's about the word of God, believing the word, the, God's word, and obeying God's word. Now I'm going to pray with you. Come on. Let's believe God, that God is going to prosper you in a biblical way. Well, you won't have to go after quick money. And if you've had in the past and you lost money in the past, that God now will restore everything you lost by doing it right. Remember, quite simple. He is your source. You give for his work. And when you give for his work, the harvest will come. And the harvest often is good ideas to invest money wisely, properly, biblically, then it's going to come the right way. And plus, God will also bless you financially from unknown sources. And I'm going to pray right now that God Almighty will bless you from different sources in these days. Not only through ideas, but also through things God will do with your business or your life or your future or your ministry. Or he will speak to people to bless your life. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray and I expect and I believe that everyone, Lord, right now who's watching and listening, that you'll bless them. As they look to you as the source, you said the silver is mine, the gold is mine, you own the cattle on a thousand hills, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof, you are our source. And now, Lord, as your people give, 
into your kingdom, into your work. You said you'll give seed to the soul. And Lord, that seed, I pray you'll give them great ideas right now, great ideas. And open many, many doors before them to be blessed financially, that their future will be abundant with your blessings. In Jesus' glorious and mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. I've had it happen with me since. In the past, when I was young, I made mistakes, and I lost a lot of money. I'm almost 70 now. I've learned a lot of lessons about life, and especially the Word of God and what the Word says about life. I've been in ministry over 48 years now. I've seen people come, people go. I've seen people succeed and many failed. And I've seen why they failed. As an evangelist, as a pastor, for many, many, many years, I have learned a lot about just life. And I can tell you, if you want to be secure tomorrow, there's only one way to do it. And I just told you how. The hand of the diligent makes rich. Be diligent with your giving. Be diligent with your sowing. God will bless you, not only with money, but with ideas to make money, and he'll protect your investments when there's a foundation under your life that you're standing in a good place, solid place, believing God's word. Okay, it's time to give. It's time to give to the Lord's work and praise him now that he is your source. Just say, Lord, I'm sowing my seed knowing today you are my source. And you will bless me, Lord, because I love you. And you will bless me because I'm obeying your word today. I'm not obeying what others are telling me to do. I'm obeying your word today. Because you said give and I will give now. And you said you will receive and Lord, I believe that. I trust you with all my heart. The harvest will come to me in many different ways. So as you sow, praise him and thank him. So let's do it right now. The information is on the screen for you right now. And you can obey the Lord and do it with all your heart cheerfully. Now, you can sow your seed on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihin.org. Or you can text your seed, BHM45777. And I believe this year, 2022, will be your year of restoration financially, stability financially, abundance financially, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for being with me today. Much love, and I'll see you Monday for a great week next week of Bible teachings that will bless your life. Bye-bye.